Hi, everyone. Thanks for taking time to stop by the campfire. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. The positive outcomes for kids and for staff who attend summer camp are honestly probably too long to list in this format. From creating lifelong memories to building valuable skills like independence and teamwork and leadership and empathy, there's just so many good things that come out of the summer camp experience. And yet, not everyone gets to enjoy it. Thankfully, thoughtful, interested people come up with great ideas and then follow through to make those ideas a reality. When longtime coach and camp guide Jack Kamina suggested that the camp he worked at accept a scholarship kid, he started something that truly changes the lives of so many in so many positive ways. Today, Focus for a Future matches great kids who could not otherwise afford it with great camps who welcome them in at no charge. Andy Newberg, the director of Focus for a Future, has taken the reins from Jack and Paula Kamina and continues to blaze a trail forward with the help of a lot of fantastic teachers, camps, and donors. I hope you'll enjoy learning more about Focus for a Future and how it creates a spark of wonder for so many in this campfire conversation with my friend, Andy Newberg. Andy, I am so happy to have you around the campfire. Oh, I am I am honored to be around the campfire. I love I, lo- I love hearing people uh, you've had incredible guests and it's 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 really a, a great source of knowledge and uh community. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. It's it's really a lot of fun for me to be honest just to learn from all these great people. Um and and you're no different. I mean, what you've got a really interesting story in camping on kind of the uh, different side of camping. I just wondered if you would kind of tell us just very quickly kind of, kind of how you got to this point and, and, and what you're doing now. Okay. Um, I, I, well, I, this is a full disclosure. The, the man and woman who founded focus for a future are my in-laws. Um, it's a, it's a good disclosure too. I'm honored to make that disclosure. It definitely is. You got some yes. good ones. <laughs> oh boy. I got lucky. I really got lucky. So um, I married into a really amazing family. Um, basically, uh, Jack and Paula founded uh, Focus for a Future. It started, it, they, they became a um, nonprofit organization officially in 2003. Mm-hmm. And um, from that time, uh, when Robin and I were, were asked, like, oh, go visit some camp. And I'll get back into the, how, how they did it. But how I fit in is... They would have us visit some camps and said, you know, we work some camps, visit them, and we would. And then they'd say, meet some of the directors. And then here are some of the teachers we work with. And do you have any kids that you think you'd want to place? And um, so a little did I know that I was actually touching upon the three major points of Focus for a Future mm. of the organization. And when it came, when it became bigger and bigger and bigger, in about 2019, 2018, they said, well, we need a full-time, we don't have a full-time person. It's been Jack and Paula. And they said, would you like to uh, be the director of it and organize it and and to see how things run? And that's how I became director. And and it was um, just, it was really... Eh, you know, it's an amazing thing, but I'll go back to actually tell you what this is because <laughs> I can't jump into where I fit in because it's it's been so organically, it arrived so organically. It's a it's a different, you know. There's no career booth for this. Um, sure. I didn't visit one yep. saying, you know, this is this is 
this is what I want to do. I, 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 I didn't, all I was doing was I was freelance writing and doing some other, um, just freelance projects. And this was something that we would do on the summers or help out here and there. And then realize that this is really something that is taking on so much, um, momentum and making such an impact. It was really, a, it was kind of just an, an honor to be asked, would you like to help us get this to the next level, which just means more and more kids, more and more camps and mm -hmm. more and more opportunities to, to start. And I know that it, focus for future, we're a nonprofit. It started in 2003, a nonprofit that works with for-profit camps. And it began with Jack having an idea at the camp that he was working at as a basketball director, Camp Lennox, to bring a kid from um, an economically disadvantaged or underserved area who couldn't really, you know, the, the idea of camp was, was so far-fetched, but here's this great kid. And he said, you know, he talked to Monty Moss, Rich mm -hmm. Moss, Stephanie Moss of Camp Lennox and said, do you have an extra bed, an empty bed for this kid for the summer? And they they took a chance and said, sure. Mm. And it turns out that that kid was just amazing. And they invited him back and back. And they saw the value of this, not only for the kid, but for the whole camp. And it just grew from there. So, you know, cut to our, our busiest year was in 2019, pre-COVID. Mm -hmm. And there were about 527 kids we sent to camp. Holy cow. Yeah. And it went from working with one kid in one camp to now we work with about 126 camps. And our numbers are going up and up after the COVID. And we are, like last year was about 330. And this year it's, it's another boom. I mean, there's more and more, I mean, there's always going to be kids there, but camps mm -hmm. are, are, they figured, you know, camps are so resilient. You know, they figured it out more than a lot of parts of society, the whole COVID thing. I, 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 <laughs> I, I so really, <laughs> I'm, I'm blown away by it. I remember, you know, I think you were at the same conference. We were at the, probably the last major mm -hmm. conference in the States <laughs> that weren't, yeah. that wasn't, you know, that didn't fall under the, um, what do they call it? The, all those COVID guidelines. Yeah. Right. All the go, you know, and, and, and having this, this national rule of this is an epidemic. Things are shutting down. And I remember people in New Jersey at the tri-state conference mm -hmm. and we were all say, what's this going to do? But you know what? From that minute, camps were planning. Camps had bubbles starting to form. They had forms. They had ideas. And they took that hit. A lot of them took a, everyone took a hit, but they, they bounced back and they're stronger for it. Now, I mean, they're just, it's an amazing thing, especially going back to the conference this year, seeing, seeing the resilience and how everyone's grown stronger, leaner and, and meaner. Let's just leaner <laughs> and meaner because yeah, parents, parents figured it out. Yeah. Definitely. Par parents want to hear that the camps are meaner. No, they're not. They're just... Uh, and maybe in the philosophical sense. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. The they're tough. Sense. That's right. So, you know, you said that you had a big drop, you know, from over 500 to the mid 300s. And now going forward, you see those numbers 
rising past that 500 number? Like where, where do y'all want to get to? You know, it's, it's always nice to play the number game in your head. Like, you know, more is more, but the truth is we, we, we stick to a, a strict criteria mm-hmm. and the temptation. And I tell the educators that we work with that it's the temptation is to see all these kids and just put names in box and say, oh, we got we got third two third graders. Let's just throw them in there without mm-hmm. really knowing who you're putting there. And that's a disadvantage to them. It's a disadvantage to the camp. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's tricky. So the temptation is to fill these spots. But I'm really so proud that that each kid that goes to one and, and I use kid, mm-hmm. not pejoratively. I, I don't mean <laughs> but I, when I say child, I sound so like when we said a child. <laughs> You know, and they're 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 children, but I I say kid because it's just yep. seems more natural. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no disrespect to the kids. Um, but when they when they when they send someone, they're carefully vetted and watched and learned from. And the temptation is to just fill spots with kids, and then you're mm-hmm. sending lots of people out just to get those numbers up. And it's that's not the point. No, and it's 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 not like a. A class, it's, it's it's amazing to know that we reached over 500. When I remember telling Jack, he's like, whoa. He's like almost <laughs> uncomfortably like, uh, oh, oh my gosh. It like That's really hit him. <laughs> sure. You know, coming from 2003 when there was one and now it's over 500. And and uh, this is the 20th year of Focus for a Future so, so how does it how does it actually work? And that's because I was contacted by George Suji. Um, mm-hmm. Mr. Suji was my first kind of contact after I'd spoken with Jack uh, for the first time. I was introduced to to Jack, and I had uh, frankly one of the best conversations I've ever had on the phone with anybody in my entire <laughs> life. And whenever I get on the phone with Jack, it is just awesome the stories that he can tell, and he's so engaged and and wants to know what my family's doing, and everything else. But anyway. I got, we got in touch with with George, who said, "Hey, I've got this young man named Jorge. Um, would really love to come to camp." And this is, but how does that process actually work? Like, how does it start from beginning to end? Jack and Paula wanted to make it a a, 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 a there was a criteria, and it was a pretty mm-hmm. simple criteria to fit. And what they did is they assembled, and and Jack's an amazing, uh, he's an amazing coach, and that goes beyond basketball and he's hall of fame new york state basketball coach and but but i but i would i would say that the teams he puts together for focus for a future and the people he impacts and brings together inspires when he talks to them is is really just as is as impressive as his basketball coaching or more so because he reaches so many people and jack and paula put together an amazing group of educators who would be vice principals, counselors, teachers, how they work is that they said, listen, the criteria is simple. We're looking at kids who you notice throughout your, your, you know, your at your school who you think, wow, this kid would be great at camp. They, they are, are kind, they're leaders. They're great, great character. They get along with other kids there's something about them that you, you want to see them grow. Uh, they're a kid that you'd you would take home to your house for the weekend and say, hey, without without even a question. Um, there has to be an economic component of it where mm-hmm. they usually it's uh, it's flexible now, because even if you say it's a combined salary of 
sixty, seventy thousand dollars in 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 today's if you have four other kids and you're making sixty, seventy thousand, yeah. you know, it's 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 tough. So what they do is they we usually look at like lunch programs and if they if mm-hmm. they are eligible for certain reduced lunch programs or what that's enough for us. Mm-hmm. And then by the time we know about them, the, the teachers know the families, the teachers get to see the kids. They see them in the halls. They see them in their class. They get to know the parents and nothing is said to the, the kid. Nothing is said to the family until they come to me and say, Andy, listen, I see that I've got this great fourth grade boy. I've got this great third grade girl. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a spot for a camp, you know, please let me know because this person would just be fantastic. It would be wonderful. So what I do is I tell them to make a wish list. So they make a wish list of like their, I say, listen, take, just start watching from the beginning of the year. They'll note, they'll start writing down names and just kind of watch them. And then I will get in touch with camps. And then we will say, you know, if you have any spots or they'll come to us and say, you know what, we do have a couple extra beds for current third grade you know, for like the first session, if you have anyone and I will go right to my list and I will, it's a feeding frenzy (laughs) and it really is. These educators are just like, boom. I mean, they just, they pounce on it because they love it. They are volunteers who after their long day of work will, they, they will help fill out forms. They'll help translate. They will help, um, get equipment for these kids they will visit their homes. They'll even visit the kids at camp sometimes. If there's, if the visiting, they'll drive the kid to camp. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And George Suji uh, in White Plains, whew, he's one of the first guys who is on board, and he is an amazing individual. Uh, there are such these these educators blow me away. Without them, this doesn't work. Sure, they are they are just um, fantastic. They advocate for their kids, and they know too. They know like well. This is a wonderful child. They're fantastic, but I don't think they're ready this year for camp or Mm -hmm. this isn't the type of camp. Mm -hmm. So then we try really hard to find, find a comfort zone and to see if it's right. And, and they have this special talent for, for finding that out about kids. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really, they're really amazing. They, they blow me away because I'll get calls on the weekend and I'll say, well, I was at the health services because I wanted to get this kid his uh, physical and his his um, shots. And it's like, wow, you know, to to take that kind of time out. You're just and, giving so much. Yeah. Uh, it's just awesome. Well, look, I mean, we've I had a great conversation with Dana Stassen, who's a teacher, and you know, we're 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 huge fans of teachers, what they do during the year. Then we get to kind of play uh, and do different things, and the kids learn in different ways when they when they get to camp. Um, no less important, just different. And right. it's wonderful to be able to work with educators uh, throughout the year that see camps as an educational situation. Speaking of which, of which what? When you think about the children, they come to camp through Focus for Future and then they leave camp. What are the teachers, what are the parents, what are you seeing in terms of, of how camp affects those children? Camp is amazing. And I can't, you know, I, I will I will praise, you know, our board and I will praise Jack and Paula and our educators. And of course, the camp 
uh, the camp community and the camp owners and directors without them, obviously it wouldn't happen, but the patience and the generosity of effort and time that they take, uh, and, and from, from their resources to make all this work is amazing. And what these kids come out with is they come out with a confidence that they maybe never have had before. They, they come back with an ability that, that they met some challenges for opportunities that they never knew existed. Mm-hmm. So, so they're learning on that respect. And more importantly, I think they're creating touchstones that will be there with them forever. Something that happens in camp that, that shows they can do it or gives them the confidence or, or just gave them an experience, whether that's a, a learning experience that didn't work out or one that really did, they can always call upon that from their camp years and, and they will, and they do, and they grow. They, they've met people from different cultures, um, different countries, uh, different economic backgrounds, and they become really, really close friends with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, they have this network and they have a family. They have a, whereas things might get rocky sometimes at home for everyone, regardless of where you're at. Uh, they have that, you know, you guys always talk about the 10 for two, mm-hmm. the 10 months to, to get to those two. Yep. And those two, man, uh, you know, my kids are the same way. It's the, the those two months. That's special. That's a whole different group. That whole group of friends and that tightness is an amazing community that, that, you know, you, you, you guys have all the stories of people who meet at camp and get married yep. or <laughs> they spend, they might have two weeks. They might have two weeks of their vacation for, for, for their, their job in the corporate America, but they find themselves going back to camp for, for one of those weeks right. just to visit and enjoy. Cause there's something that is, 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 communal and spiritual you know it yeah. is it's it's it's, uh, it's the campfire it's gathering around a campfire in, in, a, in a lot of ways definitely yeah it's, it's a different experience so one of the things that i've spoken to other camps about is when, when we talk about this idea you'll hear a reservation very rarely but it comes up that well you know cold they're coming from a very different situation than most of our our camps you know, kids are coming from. And look, you know, the children, they get to come to you know, a camp like Waquaic or or a Linux or all these other great camps. They're private camps. They're expensive. Um, they're families that can afford, you know, to, to send their children to these places. And the children are coming through Focus for Future. They're coming from situations where they can't afford to do that. Mm-hmm. And I've heard the families, some people say, well, you know, it's a totally different world. Is it going to work at camp? Do you find from your experience, does it work at camp? There will always be those moments where something doesn't mesh or um, that there might be maybe an, an, an immaturity of, uh, among the kids where it's, it's like, well, this kid's different. And they will maybe they will, will instantly see that difference. But for the most part, uh, you know, when I went to I, when we started visiting these camps, Cole, I. <laughs> My eyes were bugging out. My my mouth is wide open. I was I was a fish out of water because I was like because I, I never went to this sort of camp. I went to some sports camps growing up in Michigan, but nothing like this. And I saw these places and I was blown away. Um, I couldn't imagine a kid who, you know, to be quite honest, some of these kids this might be the first time that they have their own bed to sleep in mm-hmm. at camp. Mm-hmm. 
that's a big that's a big leap for a kid who maybe not can't process that in right. in, in real time when they meet a new a, a new someone who's different or who may English may not be the language spoken at home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a different thing. But what I do here is I was speaking to Josh Holland at Cabasi. Yep. And he says, you know, Andy, I call it, I kind of call it the spark of wonder. And I'm I'm like, well, that's that's interesting. He said, Yeah, it's kind of you know, it's when one of your kids comes here, it's like the 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 vision of these other campers is renewed through them. It's kind of like going to your first I, do you remember your first baseball game that you went to? Like, oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I remember and just seeing the field and it was just incredible sense of wonder of like, Oh my, this is so different. And then you go to more and more games and it's like, Oh, it's still great, but it's not like that first time. But then when you take your son or daughter or a good friend and they, you see it through their eyes, like, Oh my it God, this everything. is great. Yeah, it changed everything. Yep. And I think that's what happens with kids that maybe, maybe they have, uh, they have, maybe they have more, a different set of means and when they go to camp, it's like, oh, it's going to camp, going to camp. And then when they have someone who hasn't even seen this before, it's like, oh, my God, the lake. They're like, yeah, that lake is amazing. And there's fish in the lake. Yeah, those fish are there. There are. Let's go catch some. Yeah. And that spark of wonder that Josh was talking about, that's a, a, a glue that he says a lot of times these kids who come in so different end up being this glue that the camp that that bunker that cabin they want to stay together they yeah. they bond over that and, and these kids let me tell you they're brave because it's a big jump it's yep. a huge jump and i love that many of it it's it's a testament to the camps we work with because that's a hard it, it's hard for everyone to kind of step back and say wait a minute maybe there is a little bit of uh, maybe it's it's the, the, to appreciate what not only is the kid is going through going like i say the fish out of water mm-hmm. um it might be a welcoming water but it's still very big very different mm-hmm. and the patience of the camp will take to 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 work with them and kind of extend it and to make them like well you're all campers now you're all in the same bunk no matter where you come from you're together your bunk seven or whatever, or whatever you're the polywogs or you're the, you're the yep. turtles or whatever. Um, <laughs> but they, they bond that way. And, and then I, I, I really have to, I commend the parents because here you're, here you're saying like, Oh, well, they don't really, you know, we, we just came here. Uh, we may not speak the language fluidly. Um, we love our children. We want, we come, we want them home all the time, but you know what? why don't you go for eight weeks into the middle of Maine <laughs> and we don't know you at all. And these people seem nice and the teacher says it's a great place. So go for it. I mean, talk about a leap of faith yeah, and trust. Yep. the family does it. And then the kids, and I'm telling you, it pays back tenfold because every day those kids are doing stuff that's different and they, the pictures, they are just, they're lit up with smiles. So it's, it's uh, Yes, it it can be it can be a it's a nerve wracking thing. You're like you want everything to go great. I would say ninety nine times out of a hundred they do. There will always be something where homesickness will win, or there might be another thing that pops up, and it's. But that's kind of 
it doesn't matter if you're a, a, a focused kid or not, stuff stuff happens. You it know? happens. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, and I think we had Jorge Perez, who was a, a longtime Focus for a Future kid at, at Waquake, who's now a longtime staff member and division head. Uh-huh. Um, I thought he spoke very eloquently on on this front. And as usual, Josh absolutely nails it. Uh, Josh at Camp Coppice, he's an incredible guy and in his, his ability to um, really get the heart of matters is is incredible the the spark of wonder for everybody is mm-hmm. i love that so josh i'm i'm taking that i'm using that one um yeah all right pal um <laughs> before we we finish up um you know as the the embers here are starting to kind of glow if people wanted to to work with you or support focus for a future what are the best ways to do that how how can they reach out how can they support you guys well we do we do have a website that we we can accept donations and it's tax deductible and mm-hmm. Um, it's focusforafuture.org, all one thing, focusforafuture.org. And it is, and you can make a donation there. And it's, it's really, we use that money, not, not for tuition at all, because that is given to us through the camp. They will mm-hmm. tuition free, which is an amazing, you know, like you said, it's, it's a, that's, that's a huge gift. I mean, since 2003, the scholarship value of what has been, given by camps is over $29 million. Wow. I mean, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's a lot. And that's, that's great. That's, it's, it's incredible. And, and what we do is any, any donations that we receive will help with equipment. Uh, mm-hmm. We want to send these kids so they don't feel as, you know, we want them to have the camp t-shirts. We want them to have um, a new ball glove, new sneakers, Something you know that they, they need to have a pride of like I'm doing something different and I'm going in with with something clean and new and very yeah. special to match my special opportunity. So there's that. There's sometimes there's um baggage expenses. Mm-hmm. There's um, travel expenses. A lot of these people, uh, that, thank goodness that we get a lot of busing, but sometimes the busing is an extra fee, or there might be some trips that that are throughout the year. So we um that's what we would use the money for. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and that's a good way. The other way that they can that people can help is is really support this idea of diversity in camps. Yeah, that's an investment that is is well well worth it because you're just bringing more and more awareness to everyone, more and more uh, just a, be- a better spectrum of of everything going on, and it's it's uh, it's a, it's a lovely way to create that mosaic. That's awesome. I totally agree. So from a camp standpoint, because we have a lot of camp people that do listen to this from time to time, I think maybe more than just my mom. Um, <laughs> if a camp was interested in working with you all and providing a space, which, and, and let me just go ahead and make a plug. It's totally worth it. And I don't know of too many camps out there that have absolutely every bed and the hammocks filled. So if you got a space, you know, this is something that would be fantastic to do. How would a camp get to you and, and see how they could help? Oh, they could contact. Uh, they can contact me through through the website or uh, or just at Andy at focusforafuture.com if they want to. If they if or or you know talk around the other camps. There we've there's 126 amazing camps that have worked with us at, at some point. Maybe not every year they have beds open, but you'd be surprised that we were we're in Michigan, New Hampshire, Maine. Um, you know, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, New York. So it it's 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 and it has been all word of mouth. We've never really advertised anything. It's been 
Jack on the phone, and then it spreads from there. So that's awesome. So, and it's you know, I don't know. I just it's it's an amazing, it's an amazing business model, and it's you know the if it's the the board that helps us with ideas, or it's the the teachers who reach out and they expand their you know we we learn more and more from different teachers. And I try to bring on new educators. They're almost mentored and then they do their own. And man, their summers when they get to see the pictures of their kids, some of them are addicted to like, <laughs> oh, it's my best, the best thing. A lot of them say, this is the best thing of my job. I love this. I mean, think about it. They get to go to these kids that they watch and they say, hey, here's a lottery ticket. Right. You know, totally. you, you earn this. You deserve yep. this. So it's uh, so good. Yeah, it's it's great. You and and, you know. What 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 you guys do, and and of course, your Wakayak is is a is a wonderful camp, and you know they're lucky to have you, and we're all lucky to have you spreading all this sort of goodness and education. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to keep up with my wife, so um, well. <laughs> so am I. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you try marrying into a family like this, man. You're always you're always under the microscope. I just, love it. <laughs> uh, for only good things. Yeah. Well, Andy, thank you so much for all that you guys are doing uh, to to put these fantastic kids into great camps. And um, we wish you nothing but the best for the summer. And we look forward to seeing your kids uh, with us and with you, uh, hopefully at some point soon, uh, back around the campfire. So thanks for joining me, man. Thank you so very much, Cole. I appreciate it. When Jack called me many years ago to see if we had room for a great young man, he unwittingly introduced me to a person who would ultimately become one of our great division heads. The work he and Paul have done and the work Andy continues to do is vital in this world and is very underappreciated. It seems that we humans have a great appetite for what's wrong in the world rather than what's right and good. Andy and everyone who volunteers their time supporting Focus for a Future are literally focused on hope, on introducing kids to that spark of wonder that can be found at summer camp. And having worked with Focus for a Future and quote-unquote their kids for many years, I can honestly say that we as a camp get as much out of the experience as the campers do. I hope you'll join me in helping Andy and the team at Focus for a Future keep their good work going. Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll leave a five-star review on whatever service you're using. The better the reviews, the more these ideas will spread. And please share it with a friend. Our campfire circle is big enough for everyone. Until we speak again, do good and be good. Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. Scope stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support scope.